Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here's Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. So today we have a very challenging uh, epistle perfectly, especially from the modern feminist point of view, because we have Paul saying things like, Let a woman learn in silence with all submissiveness. I permit no woman to teach or to have authority over men. She is to keep silent, and yet women will be saved through bearing children. So, we have to be careful with such things, because if women were not allowed to teach, then uh, St. Fontenay, the Samaritan woman, equal to the apostles, well, she had to teach somebody, all of her children, and her sisters became Christian and martyrs with her. She had to teach them something. Uh, Saint Nina, enlightener of Georgia, had to teach somebody somewhere. <laughs> Otherwise, Georgia wouldn't be Christian. So what Paul is talking about here is not really teaching, per se. We have to remember that the epistle to Timothy is really about church structure and about the three orders of clergy bishop, presbyter, and deacon. We also have to remember is that our use of those words, bishop, presbyter, priest, and deacon, uh, were not standardized until about the second century. Uh, that the fathers of the early church, the first century, would use various words interchangeably to describe these three orders, but the, th the three orders were always there. And so one of the ways that we can look at this and understand it and go, ah, now I understand what Paul is talking about, is that when he says teaching, let no woman teach, what he's speaking about is the priesthood. Let no woman become a priest, because that is not her role. Uh, we have never ordained women to the priesthood or to the episcopate, though we have uh, ordained women to the diaconate. We have plenty of saints who are women deacons. Uh, however, the primary role and, and need for women deacons has faded over time. Uh, if you think about the early church and all of the adult baptisms that needed to happen, um, Women deacons were necessary in order to do those baptisms, whereas today, where most baptisms are children, that need has sort of fallen away, and so the desperate necessity to have women be deacons is no longer here, even though there are pockets within the Orthodox world that still have women deacons. What one really has to understand when it comes to the question of the ordination of women in the modern mind is that it is about power. Um, and the clergy and the orders of the um, of ordination in the Orthodox Church are not about power. St. Nectarios is an example of this. 
because there were bishops in Egypt who were after power. Do we remember them today? <laughs> Only in context of the one they persecuted to gain that power. And the one who was persecuted and who served is now today a saint whose relics issue for, issued forth myrrh. Because this really, this ordination is really about service when properly understood and properly exercised. I have no real power as a priest. My role is to serve. My role is to teach. My role is to get out of the way so that Christ can increase and I decrease. And therefore, the term, this idea that women are saved through bearing children becomes more understandable because just as with teaching, uh, I don't see nuns having to become pregnant to become saved. And of course, we have plenty of monastic saints who were women. The first one that comes to my mind is Mildred of Minster, who ran away from men and people trying to get her, get to marry her. And she became an abbess so that she could be a bride to Christ. Bearing children is the unique ministry and service that, sh that women have that men can never have. And through this unique ministry of bearing children and becoming a mother, we, as people who are married, get to experience the Trinitarian reality of God's love. We say that God must be love. If God is love, then God must be Trinity. Because if God were one, he could not love, because he would have no other person to love. That love would be selfishness. If God were two persons, he would still be selfish because you could love one other person to the exclusion of all others. Whereas if you have three, you must sacrifice and serve in order to satisfy the needs of these two other people. Well, when a marriage brings a child into the world, we get to experience that love, that need to sacrifice, that need to serve. And again, it comes back to service. The true calling of the Orthodox Christian, regardless of whether you are a bishop, a priest, a deacon, or a layperson. And so what Paul is talking about here is our proper roles within the church and accepting those proper roles, whether we are a man or a woman, a priest or a layman, that ultimately all of it is about learning how to love as God loves. And we do that by serving others and putting their needs before our own. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto the ages. Thank you for listening to Annunciation with Father David. If you would like to speak with someone at Annunciation or visit us, you can find contact information, directions, and service times at our website at AnnunciationDecatur.org. The chant at the beginning and end of this podcast is the Byzantine hymn, Kentuckian of the Mother of God, sung by Capella Romana. For more information, go to their website at capellaromana.org.